Squiz Kids acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands on which we podcast, the Turrbal and Gadigal people. Hey there, Bryce here with a quick message before we hop into today's podcast. We love pulling this podcast together for you, and we love that we can make it available each day for free. What we would love even more, though, is for as many kids as possible to be getting their daily dose of our sugar-coated broccoli. And that's where you can help. If you're listening on Apple and have a moment, we'd love it if you left a review and spread the love. It helps us grow, which is crucial if we're going to continue to do what we do. Thanks for your loyal support. And now it's time for the pod. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun. Free. Fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Amanda Bauer. It's Friday, March 17. In Squiz Kids Today, why people are wearing green, Belgian farmers cry wolf, NASA's new suit and a bizarre world record. That's what's making news kids style. The Lowdown. Have you noticed an unusual number of people wearing green today? That's because it's St. Patrick's Day, celebrated every March 17 by Irish communities all over the world. March 17 is the feast day of St. Patrick, who is the patron saint of Ireland. What's a patron saint, you ask? Well, in the Catholic branch of Christianity, a saint is a regular person who lived a heroically good religious life and whose holiness is usually recognised by the church. There are more than 10,000 saints, and in some cases, a person or a place has adopted a patron saint that they believe will bring them special protection. St. Patrick is Ireland's patron saint because he brought Christianity to the country in the 5th century. He's also said to have driven the snakes out of Ireland, but that's a myth. There were never any snakes there to begin with. So why are people wearing green? Well, when the Irish fought against English control in the 17th century, the rebels had a green flag and green has been associated with Ireland ever since. In Chicago, Irish Americans have literally coloured the river green every St. Patrick's Day since 1962. Check your episode notes for an awesome time-lapse video of that happening. New York and Boston, two other American cities with strong roots in Ireland, have had huge St. Patrick's Day parades since the 1700s. It's not as big a deal in Australia, but you may see the Sydney Opera House sales turn green tonight, and there are likely to be little parades and parties all over the country. On St. Patrick's Day, so the saying goes, there are only two kinds of people, those who are Irish and those who wish they were. Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Belgium, where, after more than 100 years, farmers are legitimately crying, WOLF! You know the story about the boy who cried wolf, right? I'll pop it in your episode notes. 
Wolves were hunted almost to extinction in Europe at the beginning of last century. But in 1992, a group of 27 countries known as the European Union made it illegal to kill wolves in most circumstances. Slowly, slowly, they've been coming back. Experts believe there are now 15 or 20 wolves in Belgium and about 19,000 throughout the European Union. Now, a wolf's diet consists mostly of wild deer and wild boar, but they do hunt sheep, just like in the story. And Belgian farmers are saying they want either to be allowed to shoot wolves that are preying on their livestock or be paid compensation for all the protective measures they have to put in place. I'll put some video in your episode notes of Belgian wolves on patrol. They may be predators, but their pups are super cute. Oh, and speaking of cute pups, after 31 years as the most popular dog breed in America, the Labrador Retriever has been dethroned and the French Bulldog has taken its place. Apparently, the Frenchie's popularity has surged thanks to celebrity owners like Megan the Stallion, Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire, our boss at the Squiz. She's a celebrity, right? Based out. With all the fanfare of a fashion show, NASA has revealed its new space suit for walking on the moon. And from a fashion point of view, it's definitely breaking new ground. We're talking a black suit with orange and dark blue accents. Although when they're on the moon, astronauts will have a white protective layer on the outside of the suit to provide temperature and dust protection. The new suit has a built-in life support system and will allow astronauts to move much more easily, compared with how Neil Armstrong sort of bunny-hopped when he first walked on the moon in 1969. Interchangeable parts of the suit mean it can be made to fit more people, and astronauts will also have a much better view, thanks to a new helmet bubble. Even though fancy fashion show clothing is expensive, it's nothing like the spacesuit's price tag. 344 million Australian dollars. Although, to be fair, it isn't really a piece of clothing. From a technical point of view, this thing is as complicated as a small spacecraft. Believe it or not. This is one of those stories that you really have to see to believe and enjoy. I've put in your episode notes a video of a Melbourne man, Oscar Liner, setting a new Guinness World Record for, wait for it, the most number of ping pong balls caught in a pile of shaving cream on top of his head. Yes, it's a real record and yes, you can try to beat it. He managed 12 balls in 30 seconds. All you need is a swim cap, shaving cream, a wall to bounce the balls off and someone to take a video as proof. Get on it. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. According to a false myth, St. Patrick drove what kind of animals out of Ireland? That's right, snakes. Question number two. What is the new most popular purebred dog in America? Well done. It's the French bulldog. 
And question number three. When NASA's next generation of astronauts actually walk on the moon in 2025, what colour will their suits be? That was a tricky one for Friday. Well done if you remembered that they would be white once they're worn on the moon. Shout out. It's March 17, and because it's St Patrick's Day, it's also National Corned Beef and Cabbage Day, which is what many people consider the national dish of Ireland. I'll put a recipe in your episode notes, and for all you vegos out there, I've slipped in my favourite recipe for Irish soda bread. It's also a Friday, and you know what that means. Lots of birthday shout-outs for today and the coming weekend. So we need to get our reggae tune on. Hit it. It's a special day for these Squiz kids celebrating a birthday today. Maxim from Rockdale, Kayla from Juni, Stella from Cinnamon Park, Matthias from Holsworthy, Audrey from Narrenbum, Eli from Maudsland, Lydia from Albany Hills, Xander from Bustleton, Alex from Adelaide, Otis from Bathurst, Gordo from Narendra, and Ethan, who's travelling around Australia. And belated shout-outs go to Ollie and Capybara from New South Wales, Spenny from French's Forest, and Tessie from Manly. Not forgetting all the Squiz kids who are celebrating a birthday over the coming weekend. Beau from Abbotsford, William from Zilmere, Felix from Richmond, Elwood from Boleyn, Marcus from Broken Hill, Paddy from Albury, Adam from Fairfield, Ivory from Junie, Emily from Flagstaff Hill, Hattie from Marion Bay, Milo from Helensvale, Anna from Bendigo, Wyatt from Brisbane, Khan and Ka listening from Vietnam, and Ulalu from Nigeria. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout out, or if you want a classroom shout out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au or fill out the form on our website. That is all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again on Monday. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over. Over.